Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics, and this is the RCP Takeaway for Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief of Real Clear Politics. Hello, Tom. Happy 4th of July, Carl, in advance of the actual day. Well, actually, July 2nd is when the founders met in Philadelphia. They, um, some of them thought that this would be July, July 2nd would be July 4th, but it but it took a couple days, even when forming a government, even these luminaries, they were politicians. They liked the sound of their own voice a little too much, and it took two days to get it done. So <laughs> it's a fitting day. All right, Carl, well, let's talk about this. Uh, there's a new poll out that speaks to where we stand as a country here on the eve of July 4th. Uh, new USA Today Suffolk poll out this very morning shows there's a real partisan divide over how people view America. And not, not surprisingly, as with everything else, in America these days, it breaks down along party lines and partisan lines. About 38% of Democrats say America is the greatest or one of the greatest countries. That number among Republicans is something like 86, 87%. Uh, so pretty wide divide over um, how these different parties view America. I wonder, Carl, how much of that has to do just with the fact that Donald Trump is the president. And if someone else were president, Democrats would have a completely different view, or is this really something that is, you know, sort of ingrained and systemic in the Democratic Party? They look at America and they just don't see something that's that is. They don't see a country uh, that's great, and they see that all around us with what's happening uh, with the protests and the riots, et cetera. Well, I, I kind of hope it's a Trump factor, and that the that the partisan divide is really sort of a scoring partisan points. I hope you're right because if you're not right about that. The implications of that are pretty ominous. I mean, I'll get I'll throw out three things real quick, and and you could tell me, give me a strike. First of all, you know how uh, how Barack Obama even said this. Liberals like say the Republican Party's moved so far to the right. Ronald Reagan couldn't be nominated today. Well, in a party that only thirty eight percent of people think it's the greatest country on earth, let's just say John F. Kennedy could not be nominated today by that party. Not even close. I'm not sure he could even be at, allowed to run in the primaries. Uh, point number two, what it begs the question, what country that would they rather live in? Because you don't see a lot of people leaving this country. You see a lot of people coming to this country. You don't see millions of liberals and progressives going to, I, I don't know, Costa Rica. What what's their ideal country? I I couldn't tell you. Um, For Bernie Sanders, it's it's Sweden, isn't it? Scandinavia. It's I think he, Denmark's the one he always talks Denmark. about. But he honeymooned in the Soviet Union. So that guy, he's a world traveler. So you don't really know. I guess my last reaction would be that in, in, a, in a serious vein, um, I, I guess a social experiment of having, you know, public school teachers from kindergarten through, you know, Harvard Law School talk incessantly about what's wrong with America instead of what's right with it. Um, maybe that wasn't a great uh, spirit, uh, educational experiment. Maybe this is. Maybe this is the chickens coming home to roost. What do you think? It, it seems like there is something to that. I mean, there is, you know, we have these daily discussions, but this sort of broader theme, if you dial it way back, is this fundamental belief, is America a great country or not? Do we believe it's the freest, most open, uh, most racially uh, tolerant, uh, most, you know, filled with opportunity, um, or not, or do you believe it's a it's a, a an oppressive uh, you know uh, society that was founded on you know never got past its original sin of slavery? We have a piece 
uh, on Real Clear Politics this morning. We have a couple of pieces from different points of view, which is what we do. Um, actually, a number of them. And one of them is from the New York Times, Carl. And it's, it's uh, from Isabel Wilkerson, I believe. Uh, and it says, basically, that America is founded on a caste system. And it says there are three enduring caste systems in history. One was India's, which is still going on, which is, you know, you're born into a, a certain caste and you can never, you know, you can't marry outside. You can't, there's no mobility. Um, the second was Nazi Germany. And then the third is America. And which, which is sort of stunning to, to suggest that America is uh, in, in the same category as those other, uh, well, ideology, country and, and ideology. Um, it's just well, Tom, Tom, it's, viewpoint, it, but yeah, it, that, it's a deeply serious idea. Let's just, let's just dispense of that. What does Daniel Mahoney say? Carl, what? this is not in some ragtag, this is in the New York Times Magazine, okay? This is a, this is a serious publication. Uh, the New York Times op-ed page publishes things like this all the time. So this is not some, you know, fringe view now, Carl. This is this is sort of, you know, mainstream. Even if you think it's unserious, there are a lot of people who don't think it's unserious. I do my own thinking, pal. You know this. I don't care if 98% of American people think it's a good idea. I think it's a dumb idea. I don't think it. I don't think it makes any sense. But it spe it speaks to the thing that we're talking about. There are certain, you know, certain people, certain sections of society that look at America and think it is as bad, on par with Nazi Germany. Which is, again, I think most people reject that idea. But, but again, we're seeing more and more of that um, in our current political environment. You're right. What does Daniel Mahoney say? Daniel Mahoney, uh, a piece that published for Real Clear Politics, takes takes a different view, right? Which is um, talking about what binds us together and and sort of, you know, we're we reject the culture of of hate and we reject division. That America is, you know, I, I think this is one of the things, Carl. We've lost the the sort of idea of a melting pot. Now we're now all we talk about are our differences and and the idea is on the left and and this doesn't sound like a bad idea that we need to celebrate our differences right we need to we need to talk about them and we need to be open about them we need to celebrate them and that is good in theory but in practice it is the opposite of of e pluribus unum it is the opposite of martin luther king's vision of of you know a sort of colorblind society and and that we're running into real problems when we come to that yeah but you know people are selective in what they and what they, they use this again for partisan purpose. The New York Times also now is questioning whether we should have uh, Mount Mount Rushmore. Whether is this a racist thing? You know, then that land belongs to the Lakota people, and people on Twitter reacted pretty comically, really. That said, well, okay, but the New York Times was also on land owned by Native people. Should are they going to give that. are they going to give that land back? I mean, how far back do you go, and who and who do you criticize? You know, it's it's um. There's an intellectual um, slate of hand there. Um, me, I'm with Lincoln. He said America was the last best hope for mankind on earth. And that's what I believe. And it's what immigrants believe. And it's what millions of people, we're going to accept a million new immigrants in this country this year. You know, no, no country's ever done anything like that. Most of them are people of color. That's really who we are. Well, We'll have to leave it there, Carl, and we'll see whether we can sort of recapture that spirit, whether it's this year, next year, whenever Donald Trump leaves office, whoever the next president might be, um, or whether this is sort of the new normal for America. It's sort of a downer note, but we have to leave it there. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief of Real Clear Politics, and this has been the RCP Takeaway for July 2nd, 2020.